Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 173. I am Ted, your host here in the V2 and Cafe. And today, great special episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this show, and of course, for all of Motorcycle Man episodes that you've been listening to. If you would like to help out the show, you can go to our website at MotorcycleMen.us, and there you can click on the Donate button if you'd like to help us out with a singular PayPal donation. Another way you can help out is give us some feedback. Go over to iTunes and give us a rating. Good, bad, or indifferent, doesn't matter. And while you're at it, send us an email to MotoMenPC at gmail.com, or go to our contact page on the website at MotorcycleMen.us, and send us a note there. I read all of the email, and we will comment on during our next show. The Motorcycle Man is brought to you by Surf and Summit Motorcycle, Maine and New Hampshire's newest motorcycle rental and tour company. They offer Harley-Davidson Big Twins and Suzuki V-Stroms for rent at reasonable prices, and they are happy to deliver your rental bike wherever you are staying, or you can take a look at the bikes in person at Street Cycles of Falmouth, Maine. Surf and Summit also offers rental helmets, jackets, gloves, and GPS, so you'll have everything you need to enjoy some great New England riding. From the beautiful rugged coast of Maine to the amazing White Mountains of New Hampshire, Surf and Summit can help you have a fantastic motorcycling vacation. For more information, please visit surfandsummitmotorcycle.com. And don't forget to visit your local cycle gear for all of your motorcycle needs, from clothing to parts. Cycle Gear is your premier one-stop shopping location with 136 stores nationwide, and you are bound to find a store near you to help you find what you are looking for for your motorcycle. You can trust in receiving great pricing and top-notch customer care while you are there. And if you are in New Jersey, be sure to stop in to the Edison store and see Chainsaw Ginny or Sean and tell them that the Motorcycle Men sent you. So go to CycleGear.com today. And for the best of motorcycle jeans, there's only one place you should be going, and that is Tobacco Motorwear Company. Dave and the crew over there make motorcycle riding jeans that will outperform that ratty old pair you've been wearing and most other brands available. Not only do they perform well, but they also the best-looking and the most comfortable selvage jeans you will ever wear or own. And for further protection and style, get yourself a California riding shirt. Comfortable, safe, and it looks absolutely stunning. I wear a pair of tobacco riding jeans and the California riding shirt each time I go out. They feel good, look great, and give me that extra protection and security when riding that I want from my gear. And now they have the brand new McCoy riding jacket. Pre-orders are now being taken for this very attractive water-propelled wax canvas jacket with armor. It has a flannel lining, underarm vents, and airflow sleeves. That's the McCoy jacket. And as always, Tobacco Gear is made here in the USA. So that's Tobacco Motorwear Company. Visit them at TobaccoMotorwear.com and tell Dave and the crew that the Motorcycle Men sent you and make sure you use that coupon code Motorcycle Men when ordering. The Motorcycle Men is supporting David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. The foundation was started by stage four cancer survivor David Calderella to help families who are struggling through the personal, emotional, physical, mental, and financial struggles of cancer. If you'd like to help out and be a part of something that actually makes a difference, donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Go to davidsdreamandbelieve.org to donate. 
Links will also be in the show notes. Now, take for example, you're out riding your bike. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe you're in the desert. Maybe you're doing a BDR. Maybe you're just cruising around on the road on some lonely country highway. Maybe you're hiking. Maybe you're mountain biking. But for the motorcycle people, let's just say you're out there by yourself, and then something happens. You slide off the road. You miss a line going down a trail, and you fall, and you hurt yourself. Now your cell phone gets damaged, or you're out of cell phone range, and now you're laying there with your heavy motorcycle on top of you, and perhaps you have a broken leg, broken arm, or you, or whatever. What are you going to do? Well, my guest tonight has the solution, and for a number of years, they have been helping people in similar situations. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men podcast uh, here in the V-Twin Cafe. Joining me today, all the way from, where are you from right now? Where are you at? I'm in San Diego. You're in San Diego. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, things are a little warm out there right now, huh? It is It is pretty hot, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. we got a lot on. Well, at least it's better than being you know 36 degrees like we are right now. So, anyways, uh, joining me all the way from uh, from San Diego, like he said, Mr. Scott Egan with Spot. Now, is it called Spot or Find Me Spot? I, I assume it's just Spot. Or it is. It's just. Yeah. It, you're right, Ted. It's 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 just Spot. Our website is Find Me Spot. Right, and it's also on. It's all, I guess it's saved saved by Spot is the other moniker you guys go yeah, by. Our, our tagline. Yeah. So, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Yeah, my name is Scott Egan, as you mentioned. I am the regional sales manager for Spot out of the Southwest. Um, so I cover the territories of California, Arizona, and Nevada. And essentially what I do for the company is I um, look for retail partners, uh, you know, big box and mom and pop shops, as well as train those stores, um, as well as doing, um, you know, a lot of trade shows within my region. Oh, Okay. Yep. Now, why don't you tell us about Spot? What exactly is Spot? And people can learn more about it. Let's hear it. Yeah. So Spot is a satellite communications company. Um, essentially, what it is is um, it focuses on um, outdoor enthusiasts. So our products are satellite-based communication products um, that are really focused around outdoor. Um, so you know. It's anything you can think of outdoors where there may or may not be cellular range. We've got a few different products to help you stay in contact with friends and family. Okay. Now, as far as it goes for the motorcyclists, uh, would you say that spot products are primarily used by motorcyclists? Or do you think it spans a wide area of different types of outdoor people? Uh, good question. It does span, uh, you know, a vast majority of outdoor uses, but we do have a huge following um, with motorcycle enthusiasts. Absolutely. Um, so from cruisers to adventure riders, um, we have three different products and pretty much all three of those products can fit within uh, the motorcycle enthusiasts um, lifestyle and something that they'd carry with them. Right. I, well, while I'm on the subject, do you ride? You know what? I, I don't currently. I rode a lot when I was a kid, yeah. and I'm looking to get back into it. But, um, you know, a lot of dirt riding um, near the border here in San Diego. Yeah. And that sort of thing in the desert and Glamis. And so I have a, I have some experience, but it, by, by no means would I say I'm an avid rider. Oh, okay. Did you, do, <laughs> do you own a bike? 
I don't currently, no. Ah, okay. Do you have your motorcycle endorsement? I do. Ah, so then you know what that means. You need to get a motorcycle. I know. So it's been about a year <laughs> since I've had it, and I'm, uh, I'm looking, to, looking forward to getting one. Uh, so what, what product do you think by Spot would best suit? Uh, I, 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 you know, there's so many different types of motorcycles. you got your adventure guys, you got your dirt guys, and, of course, you got your cruiser people. Is there any one specific Spot product that would be ideal for everybody, or, is, or do you think it's more divided than that? Um, you know, it's a little bit more divided. I guess it depends on what type of riding they're doing. Like you had mentioned, you know, in the cruiser community, I think the spot gen three or even the new spot X, um, you know, the, either one of those devices are going to help, um, you know, the riders stay in contact with their friends and family or provide emergency assistance wherever they may go. So I'd say, um, you know, Across the board, either the Gen 3 or the Spot X would be a great addition to have, or just something to complement your ride, make right. sure pe- people can track you. And then if something does happen, you go down, um, there is an emergency capability on both of those units. Oh, excellent. Not, uh, some time ago, I had interviewed um, a user of yours, Glenn DuPont, and he had a wreck in California where he actually went off a cliff. And mm-hmm. he was able to hit that SOS button, and he said within moments, it's like the Marines were there. Yeah, and, I call it the cavalry. The cavalry yeah. just shows up. But go ahead, Ted. I'm sorry to cut you. No, off. it's quite all right. But I, I, now are all your spot devices this responsive? Um, we have two two of our our SOS. I guess what we call them is send devices, um, satellite emergency notification devices. So the two that have the SOS functionality are the Gen Three and the Spot X, the new Spot X. Right. The Trace does not have emergency functionality. So, um, but as far as responsiveness, yes, they both use the same. When you press that SOS button, that signal. It's basically like a 911 signal goes to a rescue coordination center called GEOS, and they become the 911 operators and locate you and send the resources appropriate to your terrain. So wherever you might be, pretty much all over the world, um, they know your coordinates, and they're going to send their local resources to come get you some help. Oh, that's really, it's really amazing uh, technology. Well, let's go over some of the, what, the, what products you currently offer right now. Yeah. So why don't you run through them? Okay, so the Trace um, the trace is, is essentially just a theft alert tracking device. You bury that on your cruiser, whatever bike, whatever asset of high value that you want to maintain. And if it gets stolen, it notifies you via phone. Um, you know, you hide the device, this Trace device, and maybe your seat or somewhere where the thieves can't see it. And it's motion detected. If your bike gets stolen or, or any of your high-valued assets get stolen, it'll alert you on your cell phone, and you can literally track it um, in near real time in about two-and-a-half-minute intervals. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, that's the trace. Well, now, about the trace, can that be used also for uh, fleet tracking? Uh, absolutely can be used for fleet tracking. So you can have uh, hundreds of these devices um, on on your account, let's say, and yeah. you can name them all whatever you want. So if you do have, let's say you have a small business and there's four or five trucks, you can monitor any of those trucks at any given time. Oh, uh, okay. That's great. I had uh, use of the Trace for a while, and I was able to give a, uh, I guess that's a website link, to my spouse, and she was able to, she would able to follow me on my ride so she knew where I was. And then it, it ha- I believe it has a, it has a feature. It's been a while since I used it, but it has a feature where if 
the asset is sitting for an extended period of time, it sends a notification. Is that is that yeah. still prevalent in there? Absolutely, absolutely. So the notifications that it can send after 30 minutes of the, the asset being still, it'll notify you that, um, hey, it's stopped. Um, and then it'll also notify you when, hey, it starts moving. Yeah. Um, and you can do a geofence and a couple different things with that trace. And, and absolutely, to go back to your what you mentioned about the link, um, yes, that's one of the great features about it. You can share that link with friends and family, and they can see you ride all over wherever you might be. Because there was one instance where I had gone for a ride, and uh, I guess about an hour and a half in, I decided to stop and have a little munch. And I'm sitting still for a while, and I was I was still for about mm, almost a half hour. And my phone rings. It's my wife. She goes, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah. Why?" Uh, because I got a <laughs> notification saying that you'd been stopped for a while, and I just want to make sure you're okay. Oh, it's like I even forgot that I even set that up for her. But so okay. it, it does work. Indeed, does work. It's a pretty cool product. Uh, yeah. So next, you got you said the Gen Three. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the Gen Three is our third iteration of of the Spot device, and a lot of your you, your um, community know about this device. We used to we you know, affectionately call it the Brick. The thing was pretty big size, um, you know, and basically had an SOS button and a Messenger button. Um, so this the the Gen Three now again is the third iteration of that. Um, Spot has been around since about 2006 with this type of device, the Send device. And so essentially what you get with the Gen 3 is one-way communication. So don't expect anything back, but basically what you're expecting, what you can expect is that you press one of the buttons. There's three different messages button. And on your account, you set up um, your canned messages like, hey, I'm okay, or I might need some help, and that sort of thing. So you press that button. And you can go up to 10 different contacts. Oh, that's message. Um, so there's three different messages. So you kind of have to be creative in what messages you want to send um, that you might want to send. And there's a help button, not an emergency, but a help. And I usually say, hey, if you got a buddy or two who knows how to get you out of a jam, you put them as the contact for that button. Right. Um, and it also has the tracking feature, just like the trace. So oh, okay. If yeah. If you're on a ride, you press that tracking feature. And then you can share that link with your friends and family, and they can see you in real time um, wherever you are. Um, so the Gen 3 also has the, the SOS capability that I alluded to. Yeah. And, you know, we've saved over, uh, you know, we've had about just over, well, about 6,100 rescues, um, rescues over, you know, a 10-year period or so. So we, it's been pressed quite a bit. Um, and you know, that SOS button again goes to geos and it coordinates rescue wherever you are. Yeah. I know it's funny. We're going to get, get into the, the, the rescues here in a moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now the, the gen three is going for, according to your website, it's going for one forty nine ninety nine. Correct. And uh, as with all of these, we're going to get into this too very briefly, but all of these require a subscription service in order to function properly, of course. That, that's correct. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the Gen 3 is roughly about $199 a year for the service, and that's unlimited pings, so you can track unlimited. Wow. And you can, yeah, absolutely. And you can also send as many of those pre-canned messages right. as you want for that $199 a year. Wow. And you can, uh, the track rates, I think, are really interesting. For two and a half, five, ten, thirty, or 60 minutes, uh, the tracking so like and, and people think, well, that 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 doesn't seem too crazy that, you know, you think about it. But if you're on a motorcycle, think of how far you can go in two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah. You can go Absolutely. a long way. 
Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of folks um, kind of default to the 10 minute tracking, but you asked to your point, absolutely. The two and a half minutes, um, we usually save that for like that, the more the pilot, right? Or if you're really flying on your motorcycle, you can still cover a lot of ground in two and a half minutes. Oh, absolutely. But that, that, that 10 minute range is usually really pretty good to get that separation between your, your pings or your plots on a map, right? Um, so that's usually what we say we default to. Because you think you think about it, if you're if you're on a motorcycle, just say for example you're you're in you're in a highway situation where you're doing at least fifty or sixty miles per hour. In yep. two and a half minutes, you're covering at least two and a half to three miles. Absolutely. So from yep. point to point, that's some distance. As a hiker, now if you're hiking or biking, you know two and a half minutes, you're not covering nearly as much ground. It's Three, it's roughly three minute, three and a half minutes per mile uh, mm. on a bicycle, for example. So hiking, you're significantly slower. And I think that's kind of ideal for, in that situation, that two and a half minutes. But like you said, as a cyclist, as a motorcyclist, or even like in an aircraft or a boat, maybe you don't need that as much. But it, it, it does deplete battery, though, uh, the, the shorter the time distance, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a good point. The the more pings I guess you put up into the sky into right. our satellites, the more the device is going to wear down on battery. Now that said, our devices have a really long battery life, all three of them, um, and they all vary a little bit. But if you're down to two and a half minute um, tracking, you will use more battery life. Now that's the Gen Three is that rechar- is that a rechargeable or is that like the Trace where I had to put four AAA batteries in it? Yeah, the, the Gen 3 is not rechargeable. So we put some Energizer lithium batteries in there. Yeah. And um, you can you can bypass the batteries with a mini USB. Let's say you had a, a USB charger on your bike or even on your uh, in your car or something. You right. can bypass the batteries, but it's not a char- rechargeable battery. Oh, okay. I do yep. know from personal experience with, my, uh, with the trace that I was using, and I had the tracking set to five minutes those batteries lasted four months. Yep, that's, you know, I can, I can confirm that. So I, I just threw mine in my car in the little armrest and yeah. my trace. And, you know, just normal driving to and from work, 15 miles, you know, it lasted three-plus months. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, did you find that the, with the Gen 3 that the batteries last just as long? Uh, almost longer, to be honest oh, with really? you. Oh, that's with great. Mine. Yeah, I mean, I folks come up to me at, at trade shows or even at the at stores I visit, and they're like, "How long is it?" And I said, "You know, it's months and months." I mean, you know, it's not everybody's going to use it every day, but for me personally, I didn't have to change my batteries on my Gen Three. Um, you know, and again, I wasn't using it every day, but I didn't have to change my batteries for nine months. You know, so I drive up and down the state of California. Um, quite a bit in, you know, Arizona, um, you know, so hundreds and hundreds of miles on a trip and I never had to worry about battery. When you do, um, experience low battery, there's a little led light that flashes red instead of green. So it tells you it's time to change the battery. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now tell me about the spot X. This is your new toy. Yeah. So the spot X is just like the gen three would be, um, a one way messenger. Our spot X is a two way messenger. So for those folks who want that communication back and forth at home, that's the device for you. So if there's something going on at home and you really, um, you know, you need, you have friends or family that need to get in touch with you, the Spot X now has the ability to, to have a conversation rather than pre-canned, just one-way messaging. Oh, that's awesome. You know, a lot of people might say, 
Yeah, but I have a cell phone. Why would I need this? Yeah, so absolutely. So again, you know, depending on where you're riding, the cell coverage isn't all that great all over the U.S. I mean, it's getting better and better, but, um, you know, this is an added device or an added, you know, something to your arsenal, your toolbox for when you're riding for those emergency situations. Uh, You might be in the mountains cruising somewhere, going to a stop, and and, uh, there's just not good cell service. So you can text a message to friends and family at home, say you're good, and they can send back and say, that's great. Um, and then also, obviously, the SOS capability um, works beyond cellular. So um, is it a little redundant with folks with a, with a cell phone, perhaps, in, you know, the areas where we live in, you know, typically like larger cities? Um, but, man, once you get out in those, those hills or in the desert or, yeah. you're, you know, you're just it, – it, you can lose cell coverage fast. Oh, I can throw a scenario at you. Suppose you're uh, on your, your adventure bike, and even though you got your cell phone plugged in on your handlebars – all of a sudden, something goes wrong and your and your battery dies on your bike. And now you've got a now you've got a cell phone that's losing charge, and you're not in a signal area. Yep. So yeah, you know you're trapped. No, that's exactly right. That's a. It, I mean, you can think of just some, uh, thousands of different scenarios. Oh, sure. You know that that you you could use this device, and um, you know having no power on your cell phone. You know how it is. I mean, you, unless you have like a backup battery, they last for just so long. Um, you know, and these these devices, particularly the Spot X and the Gen Three, um, you know, they last for for weeks. Um, exactly. You know, and you can be in tracking, and you can be sending messages, and you don't have to worry about anything for seven to ten days. Yeah. Um, so you do have that that peace of mind, let's say, of knowing you can be in constant communication if your cell phone something happens with it, or if you're outside of range. Well, I had a situation this past summer, uh, this summer here actually. Uh, I was participating in a rally, and I had my cell phone mounted on my handlebars. And I wasn't using it for navigation or anything like that. It was just on the bars in case I got a phone call or something. But sure. uh, it was a hot day, and the phone overheated mm. and shut down on me. <laughs> yep. So now yep. I couldn't use the phone again until it cooled off. Sure. And if I was in a situation where I needed help, I would have been basically screwed. You know, I would have no way to communicate with anyone. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, our our devices work in extreme cold and extreme heat. So, you know, please I, I ask your listeners to double check on the website because I don't have the exact temperature range, but I want to say it's negative 22 Fahrenheit um, up to 140 um, wow. uh, degrees Fahrenheit. So you've got a, quite a range where the device is rated to perform at. Uh, here's operating altitude, okay, operating temperatures minus 4. Okay. To 140. Okay. There we go. And if you're in either one of those extremes, I think you are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, unless you're prepared, <laughs> you are in trouble. 140? Yeah, no thanks. Or even uh, minus four. I, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty impressed with the operating altitude. Minus 328 yep, yep. Uh, to plus 21,320 feet. Exactly. Again, either one of those extremes, there's, there's definitely a problem. Yeah, you got a problem unless you're in like a, a airline, <laughs> a tube. You're covered. Yeah, I actually find this other stat, which is uh, submersible up to one minute for thirty uh, one one meter for thirty minutes. Correct. So that's a IP six seven. I think rating is what the the government rating is for it. So what I recommend for those users that are you know they're river rafters you know or canoers you know people that are going to be on the water or even boaters. 
um, but more if you're you're on the water, um, is I recommend a dry bag for the unit just in case, just to make sure, um, you know, but it absolutely is weather weather resistant and water resistant um, and dust and, and impact. So um, it's a rugged little little unit. I want to skip ahead a little bit and yeah. talk about the battery technology. Uh, sure. For the Spot X, you're saying the battery type is a rechargeable lithium battery. 240 Correct. hours, which is 10 days of yep. battery life within the 10-minute tracking mode. Correct. So that's based on like an 8-hour day, right? So yeah. we're not probably not going to be doing 16, 24 hours. But, yeah, that's still a long time. That's um, amazing. You know, we, it, it really is. And it's, it's the best in our little industry our our competitor, um, you know, has a lot of bells and whistles, but they can't touch us on the on the battery life. Um, so when you know you have your your guys that are going to be cruising or you know your adventure riders, you're going to be off the grid for some time. Um, you know, you absolutely got some peace of mind knowing that your battery is going to be be there for you. I charged mine my Spot X last week, and I haven't really played around with it too much. You know, um, fully charged it last week. But now, you know, I still got four bars on here, um, you know, just just sitting around, right, and yeah. and just just hanging out. So, so. If somebody has, so say for example, somebody's doing one of these backcountry discovery routes through yeah. Utah or whatever. Now they have a USB charging port on their motorcycle. They could yep. actually really charge charge this unit if they need to. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, you're so, not going to be out there for ten days anyway. But that's right. You know, but, you know, you can't if you have a battery pack or anything like that, you know, you just plug it in. It's a mini USB and it'll it'll take a charge um, and get you get you ready to go for the next leg of your journey. Absolutely. So mini US, USB, uh, I think it's a five volt, um, you know, s- standard like a, a Samsung or some some type of. A, OK. A yeah. Have you ever tried to charge one of these units with one of those portable solar packs? You know, I have not personally, but I've heard plenty that I have, and it just oh, takes a long. It, it does. does take a long time. It works. Oh, okay, but you well. might you, you might be sitting there for a while, but it takes. A while. <laughs> At least it works, though. But it works. Yeah. So now, when we get back to the uh, how many people you've saved, like yeah. I said, you stated earlier, you've saved over six thousand people. Correct. Uh, and over over what stretch of time has that been now? Yeah, you know, so it's been over the life of, you know, the spot device, you know, our first initiated devices in like 2003, uh, or excuse me, 2006, I apologize. Um, so from that time frame, you know, it, we've had over 6,100 rescues. And if you think about it, those rescues um, typically aren't just one person. So we're saying that, you know, somebody pressed the, the SOS button, some user, and, you know, emergency responders came and, and helped them out. But we're call, calling each time one of those buttons was pushed, one life saved. When really, it's on average of probably two or more people within the group um, that they're in. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's probably more closer to 10 plus thousand people. Really? Over about a 12-year period, yeah. That, that's, a, that's really amazing. Now, do you yeah. guys know what... Uh, what type of people were rescued? Whether if they were hikers, bikers, um, you know, motorcycle riders, were they, you know, in boats or whatever? Do you do you know the stats yeah. on who was rescued? So yeah, you know, we do, and um, there's I, I could throw a ton of numbers at you, but for for this particular podcast, the one that interests riders, you know, motorcycle riders, we've had over. Let me kind of check my notes here, but we've had. 
um, over 485 motorcycle specific rescues. Wow. Um, 26% of those rescues are motor vehicle related. Of that 26%, it's 485 um, unique motorcycle riders. Wow. And do you know what type of situation they were in, whether it was a road thing or if they were off-road? Do you, do you know that information? You know, I, I don't have the information available to me, but just talking to users, to mm-hmm. our customers yeah. at trade shows, I mean, it's been it's been everything, you know, from road to dirt, obviously. Um, a, a lot of, um, you know, road riders that are, you know, in the mountains or, yeah. or anything like that. I mean, you guys know, being avid riders, how... Um, how dangerous it can be when you know you really you're you're confident in your own skills, but it's really everybody else. Oh sure, yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter if it's on road, on dirt, um, or wherever you might be in the world. It having that SOS button to immediately be able to call a nine one one emergency service is invaluable. Right. Now, <laughs> who is the worst offender? Uh, you know, I think it's, I, I don't know, that's a great question, but I, I think my intuition doing this for a few years now is it's um, uh, the hikers, right? <laughs> so it's camp so. hike. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so when I look at the map, because we plot all this stuff and you guys, your your listeners can find it on our website and they have little little points. So every, every emergency button that's been pressed all over the world has been mapped out. And if you look at the Western United States, it is a sea of orange dots. Oh my God. So it's, it's Colorado. <laughs> it's California. It's Arizona, Utah, right? So it, just to give you kind of an example, California by far um, um, has the most people pushing the button, right? So the SOS button is 427 in California, and that's followed up, you know, far behind is Colorado at 287. Um, so, you know, uh, I, my, my intuition tells me it's, it's hike camp. Where's that, where's that map on your website? I want to see that. You know, it's, it should be down, um, under rescues somewhere. There's a, uh, there's a rescues. Bag. Okay. That's where I'm at. Uh, spot Wars rescue press room in the news logos, images. Uh, I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah. I'm really curious. I, I'd like to see that. And I'll make sure that uh, if it's not up there, that our web team puts it up there in the next few days for All sure. Right. So, cause it's a really cool map. Uh, while we're talking about maps, let's hit yeah. you, let's, let's hit the coverage. Yeah, it's really, really amazing. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the way, and I'm not, you know, by by no means am I a satellite expert, right? So the way our constellation um, goes revolves around the Earth, um, it it allows us to get ninety percent of the Earth, you know, to in coverage where we have a little bit of of um, um, no coverage or, or spotty, excuse the pun, coverage would be the extreme poles, the Antarctic and the Arctic. Oh, um, nice. So, yeah. So those folks that are, you know, frequenting there, you <laughs> might get coverage, you might not. Um, but pretty much everywhere else, you're going to get at least that one-way emergency um, uh, emergency rescue um, uh, area. So, you know, I, if I look at the map, and I, I'm pretty sure they have that online, yeah, but if I'm, I'm looking at, at right the now. map, you know, you've got swaths, you know, all of, all of the Americas, Europe, Asia, um, a little part of India and Africa that we don't cover, and I think that's governmental regulations, but, you know, the vast majority of the world is covered. Yeah, I'm looking at that, and I see that there's a feature here that you have on it. It's fringe SOS 
coverage uh, and fringe two-way message coverage. Uh, explain that a little bit. Yeah, so, you know, we there's an expectation of the, of the service, um, you know, when you press the button. Um, and it's going to try, each button you press, it's going to try and reach the satellites and, and back out a few times within a 20-minute period. Those fringe areas are, are less reliable. Uh, service, so you may get that that um, that connection right away, and you may not. Um, so those fringe fringe zones you'll see, you know, down deep in the in the southern hemisphere um, and parts of the Pacific Ocean, um, and that's because we have gateways that are communicating. Our satellites are communicating, so right. those gateways are on the ground. So we don't have a gateway in Hawaii. Um, so there's a fringe area out there in the Pacific. Um, and then there's a few other fringe areas um, around. Wow. So like mm-hmm. if somebody decides they want to ride their motorcycle around the world and they find themselves in Mongolia, yep, they're only going to get SOS and one-way message coverage. Correct. On the Spot X, yes. On the Spot That's X. correct. So they'll get the one-way. They'll be able to send messages out um, you know, with their Spot X, and they'll also be able to get the SOS coverage. Now, the Spot, that, that brings up a good point. The Spot X two-way communication um, you know, our coverage area is a little less, um, you know, it's covering the Americas, it's covering Europe, and it's covering most of Africa. Um, and not until we get a gateway, a two-way gateway um, up and running in Australia will we be able to cover, you know, parts of Asia and obviously um, Australia. Uh, yeah. Uh, when do you anticipate getting that uh you know, I, I, from my, my understanding, and, and don't quote me on this, but I, it looked like we're about a year away from that. But we did get the authorization from the folks because we do have uh, excellent coverage in Australia and a lot of users there. Yeah, I was just um, going to ask you that. So you do have a lot of users down that way, yeah? Absolutely. Um, it's in there with our, our Trace and our Gen 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Spot X, um, we need to get that, that gateway up and going for the two-way communication so our satellites can communicate down there. And that looks like about a year out. Now, where are most of your users? Um, you know, that's a really good question. We have a lot, obviously, United States of America. Then Canada um, would be our two biggest user, um, you know, countries, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have multiple, multiple users throughout Europe, um, Australia, and Latin America. We have a big contingent um, in uh, Brazil, um, Australia. Um, and then some just, you know, uh, a few users uh, here and there um, in Africa and throughout the world. Uh, but our, our main concentration is the United States, North America. Uh, yeah, I can see that your coverage is pretty much the Americas completely just about. Except there's some poor people way up, way up north in Greenland are pretty much they're out of luck. Yeah, they're out of luck. They're too close to the Arctic for us. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might send them to one of our competitors who might be able to help them out a little better. Do you? Here's a. It's an interesting question. I know this was asked of me once before, but I'm going to ask it you now. Do you get false alarms? That's. It's an awesome question, and yes, um, we've had people. I had a person come up to me at a trade show and say he was sitting on his couch inside his house and press the SOS button just to test it. And you know, 20 minutes later, cops. Sure enough, they showed up at the door. Um, so yes, there's false alarms in particular, it was more of our, our, our legacy, what we call them, our older devices where we didn't have a cover on the SOS button. Right. Um, so it might, you know, inadvertently be pushed in their pack or something along those lines. But now we have a cover and you have to hold the button for a three to five count, um, uh, before, um, it's triggers the signal. Okay. Now, yeah. in, now if in the event of a false alarm, yep. how is that handled? 
Yeah, so because here you got do, you got you got the Marines, the Air Force, and the Coast Guard <laughs> all flying out to wherever this person is, and they're going like, "Oh, I'm sorry, it must have fallen on the ground, and a rock yeah. fell on it." So, I mean, yeah. how's that handled? So, on the false alarm, you can, if you know it's a false alarm, you can deactivate it. Okay, so you just press it again for another three to five count. Um, if you didn't know you pushed it and there's a true false alarm, then you're just going to have everybody coming to you and you're going to have a party there. Um, they might get a little frustrated, but it's better safe than sorry. This is true. Uh, now with the two-way communicator, that was with the Gen 3, let's say. They, they wouldn't know what was wrong with you. They'd just send the troops. Now with the two-way communicator, they Geos, the company, rescue coordination company, literally texts you and says, are you okay? Are you in an emergency? Yeah. So that, that alleviates that issue. But yeah, absolutely. There's people, you know, I, I don't mean to sidetrack too much, but there's people that just got tired, right? They're not in an emergency. They just got tired. They were done hiking, walking, whatever. And they literally pressed the button and wanted a helicopter ride off a mountain. <laughs> now that, that'll piss off some. Yeah, some I would yeah. think so. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just tired, man. I just wanted yeah. a ride, you know. I've heard it more than once. Have, yep. have, has anybody ever been denied? No, no. They, you know, uh, not that I know of. Um, you know, you press that button, they're gonna, they're gonna come, they're gonna come and get you. Yeah. Get you. <laughs> yeah. Now, the the thing is, and to kind of extend that a little further, sure. they have, um, you know, the rescue coordinators. Depending on where you are in the world, it can be a pretty penny to get that expensive, you know, that uh, that emergency response. So we have a solution for that too, and the and and uh, there's a an insurance benefit, let's say, for the emergency services yeah. that's really affordable. It's only twenty bucks or so a year for a hundred thousand dollars worth of coverage. So um, you know, if you've got that benefit, you don't have to worry about um, you know paying for that rescue. So so that brings me to the to the question is. All right, somebody's falling off a, a cliff, or whatever, and they're, they're on the side of a hill, and they hit that button, and then they get rescued. Yep. Does that person have to pay for that rescue? Yeah. So, I mean, depending on where you are. So, I, from my understanding, and I, again, I don't live in Colorado, but my understanding is, is if you hold a fishing license in Colorado, you get a free trip off the mountain. Wow. Um, it's just their insurance, you know, benefit um, through the state. Um, I believe Utah has a rescue service. Um, you know, it's a volunteer rescue service. So I'm not sure that they would charge. Now, I live in California. You know they're going to charge me if I fall off a cliff or if I want to be picked up. They're going to charge me whatever they can. Um, so, yes, you do have to pay for it. The device is tied to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I do. I say that, and, again, I'll bring up the Geos Rescue Benefit for 20, 17 bucks, and it's not through us. It's through the Rescue Coordination Center. Right. Uh, you know, seventeen ninety five for the year, you get two fifty thousand dollars rescues for the year. How much does the usual rescue cost? You know, I've heard it upward of $30,000. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. If you're getting the, that Navy helicopter plucking you off of Mount Whitney or something, <laughs> they're going to charge yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you get an aircraft carrier involved, you're screwed. Yeah, you're super screwed. <laughs> <laughs> What's the? Do you know what the most remote rescue spot has done? You know, we've had some, re- it's, it's a hard one to answer. We've had some really remote rescues. Like you mentioned Mongolia. We've had people climbing Everest. Not that they've been necessarily been rescued off Everest, but um, it's really, it's a really difficult question to, to answer because, you know, you can get out, you know, 200 miles from where I live in San Diego and you can be remote. You can be deep um, in Northern California and not have any chance of getting out. So, um, you know, to, to answer your question, we've had people rescued near Patagonia. 
um, wow. in deep parts of Asia, um, Australia, so pretty much all over the world. Wow. Let's take, let's take an event like um, uh, the, the Dakar, for example. It's a huge motorcycle and, and vehicle, off-road vehicle event that happens in South America. Yeah. Do you know if anybody, any of those guys are carrying a, a device like a spot? Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely really? They are. So I, I'll, I'll switch it to like Baja 1000. It's a little closer, yeah, closer yeah. to me. The Baja riders, they're almost obligated, if they aren't, they, I think they are, to have some sort of tracking emergency device. And, um, you know, I'm going to be doing a show up in Long Beach here uh, this week, and I guarantee you I'm going to get some Baja riders that say I have that that device on me or it saved me or I ran out of gas, and so I was able to tell somebody where I was. So, um, yes, even Dakar or Baja 1000, these extreme races that people are doing, you know, um, the 100-mile running runners, yeah. um, a lot of these races are requiring – um, a device like ours so that there's emergency services so they know where they are. Absolutely. Oh. So, so in that, because you had said something about like they're out of gas or something, so somebody could use the Spot X to contact emergency services, look, I'm okay, I just ran out of gas. Yep, yep, yeah. They could, they would, what they would want to do, the emergency, what they'd want to do in that scenario is, is contact one of their buddies, say, hey, I'm out of gas, you need to call, you know, let's say you're in Mexico, you need to find me some gas somehow. Um, emer- in, if you are in an emergency, absolutely press the button. Don't hesitate. Right. But in a non-emergency situation, you 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 know you get in touch with one of your contacts and say, hey, give me a number, um, text me a number of a of a place you know in Mexico, let's say that has gas close to me. Here here's my location. Look at me in the map, um, and and help me out. So you can have that that communication, and right. it's happened before. Oh, it has. Um, you know, guys, okay. guys have uh, you know their forks you know bent in the in the race down in Mexico and. And they're sitting around and, and waiting for people to, to come by on the on the trail and um, you know what and they press the button and people have come and got them so absolutely so they don't say like you know call your roadside service you know yeah you know, yeah AAA so we, you know right right you got to call your buddy <laughs> in those deep locations yeah so tell us what some of the, you just mentioned uh, some of the trade shows I, I assume you're going to be at IMS. Correct. So we'll be at IMS. I'll be at IMS in Long Beach, California. And then my colleague um, out of Boston will be at the IMS. I believe it's New York um, later in the year. Good. Because I, I will be there. That's on uh, November 30th. Okay. Yep. I will be okay. at, the, at that event. So I'll be sure to stop over at the spot booth and say hello. Yeah, definitely say hi. Sean will be working there. He's a good guy. All right, cool. Uh, now, how can people learn more about spot products and services? Speaking of, so before we get into that, yeah. let's talk. Excuse me. Let's talk about the the services um, for each one of these units. That what it costs. Sure, I'll give you the high level overview. So um, the trace, the the device itself, the hardware is ninety nine bucks, and the service for the year is one forty nine. Okay. Um, and so that's pretty much it on that one. Okay, that uh, could be either one forty nine one shot or fourteen ninety nine a month. Correct. You can pay it monthly, but it's still a year service. Right. So, so just that gets a little confusing for folks, and I understand why. Um, the Gen Three has a very similar type plan. It's one hundred and forty nine dollars for the hardware, and about one ninety nine for the year of service, and it can also be paid monthly, but it's still a year where All you're right. obligated for the year. Um, the big change that we had, um, you know, with the Spot X, and we really fought for it as sales reps. Um, is we, we offer a monthly plan on the on the Spot X. So 
for the folks that you know maybe they're in the like the northeast like you might be yeah. um, that aren't able to ride all the time um, or hunt or fish or whatever it might be the weather doesn't allow them to do it um, they're whatever they want to do um, we have a monthly plan so those months those monthly plans start I want to say it's about fifteen dollars a month actually I'm looking at it's eleven ninety five a month it's a twelve month yep. term. Yep. So that's the yearly price, right. and it's a little bit more if you want to go onto a flex plan for the month, and that's fourteen ninety five a month, and you pay a one time, a once a year price of twenty five dollars to be able to turn it on and off. But right. you know what? We get a lot of customers who really value that option. They don't want to be locked into a yearly contract, right? Um, and they have the option to you know ride when they want to ride and and travel when they want to travel and and they can turn it on and off. I do notice, however, with the with the flex plan that the tracking intervals are longer than it would be for the flex unlimited plan. Like the basic plan has a different tracking interval than the unlimited plan. Yeah. So the big differences between like a, let's say a basic plan, which is you know you get twenty custom messages on a basic plan and you start at ten minute intervals. Um, so that's, that's the basic. Now, if you go up to the unlimited, you're looking at, um, you know, two and a half minute tracking, five minute tracking. So you have more options as your tracking intervals. Absolutely. And then you also have unlimited, um, um, text messages. Oh, that's great. That, see that, that's a great feature right there. Yeah. All right. So and one of the things, and I don't mean to cut you off. Time, one sure. of the things that's great about this is it comes preloaded with predefined messages that right. the spot X does. So you don't even, it won't even count towards your custom message. Um, you can preload 15 or 14 predefined messages that say, Hey, I'm coming home. I'm going to be an extra day late. And it's literally just a few button presses and you can get any information out within that, that you know, most of the information you want to say to friends and family within these, these 14 predefined messages. Wow. Yeah. It's That's awesome. really, really cool. Oh, Wow. Uh, so I'll tell you what, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more about how we can learn more about Spot and where we can get the, your products and services. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really appreciate the time. You know, I didn't thank you when we started, but I'll thank you now, Ted. But, um, you know, obviously our website, um, the website is findmespot.com. And you can purchase products there, but I recommend going to your, you know, your your local store, um, when I say local store, I mean, we have some big box retailers, um, outdoorsy type retailers, uh, you know, might be REI, Cabela's, Bass Pro, West Marine. I've got a few motorcycle shops um, throughout the nation that uh, that carry the device mm-hmm. here in the Southwest. Um, you know, uh, Ride Now, one of the bigger ones that, right. that carry the spot. Um, so just check our website. We actually have a retail locator, a retailer locator. And um, and they'll they'll get you the closest place around your location to buy a spot. Yeah, is there any chance that Spot might partner with a motorcycle company or with a motorcycle rental company in the future? Yeah, you know, we really were pushing the rental aspect of the device. We thought it was a great idea um, last year, and we might look back into that. Um, but yeah, as far as partnerships go, we're always looking for um, you know some some of those bigger bigger names to, to partner with or even smaller names. Heck, you know, just people that, that use or advocates of our device, use our device and, and, you know, really believe in it and they can see different ways of utilizing the device. Absolutely. We're always looking for partnership. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a little story and this is absolutely yeah. true story. This happened to me 
I'm going to say about 10 or 15 years ago, maybe even longer than that. I was mountain biking with some friends here in New Jersey. And one of our one of our fellow riders, he he crashed uh, and he fell in such a way that he fell on some tree roots and he couldn't walk. Now, where we were, we were about walking distance or riding distance about maybe three or four miles from the nearest road. Now, none of us at the time had cell phones. Right. At all. Uh, So from the point of the accident to the time when the rescuers came in there and take took him out with an ATV, it was three hours. Yep. Now, yep. response time, I imagine, with the spot it would be significantly less than that. Yeah, you know, it. every situation varies, but to your point, it probably would have been within an hour of, of getting a recovery, or, or, you know, not a recovery, but a rescue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, you know, within that hour. I mean, that geos, that's all they do. Yeah. They sit there and they are waiting for you to push that button so they can scramble the resources right uh, you know very similar uh scenario one of our one of the our four thousandth rescue actually was a was a trail rider uh, dirt biking by himself in in northern georgia on the border of alabama um you know took a rest walked around his bike made sure everything was good got back on he was in a stance position and blacked out um you know fell off the bike broke some ribs broke his leg woke up or came to hit that SOS button. He was out of there within 45 minutes of hitting that SOS button. That's great. Um, so that response time, um, it's, you know, it's key. It's yeah. key. Well, I'll say in case in point, what I'm saying, get referring to regardless of how far out in the middle of nowhere you are, or even urban as I want to say we were urban, but we were, we were in a, uh, a rural area. Although sure. there was, homes and everything within four miles of us, we are in a situation that we needed help now. Absolutely. So regardless of where you are, a device like this can certainly mean, you know, getting rescued a lot sooner and getting the help you need right away. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, there's, um, there really is no substitute for being able to, um, you know, be able to press that button and get that, that instant response that you need. Absolutely. So any last comments or suggestions to our listeners before we go? You know, I, I would say, you know, the one thing I would say, and I do say to all my new or potential customers is play, if you get the device, which we hope you do, um, but if you get one of the devices, play around with it. Get familiar with it. Don't buy it, you know, the day before a trip. Yeah. <laughs> and expect to know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. So definitely get used to the device. Put in the contacts. There's, you can put over 70 contacts in this thing. You can predefine messages. And I'm speaking of the Spot X. Um, you know, go outside, put it in the truck or the car, put it on your bike, your person, and uh, and cruise around. Do some tracking, send some messages, and just get familiar with it, and uh, then go off and have a great adventure. Excellent. Now, Spot is participating in the Motorcycle Men uh, Christmas giveaway this year. So uh, you're going to get a chance to get yourself a great Spot device, kids. So uh, this is some great products. If you get a chance at the uh, New York or any one of the other International Motorcycle Show events, Go check them out and talk to them. Find out. This is the kind of device you really need on you if you're going to be out cruising around, regardless of where you are. Right? Absolutely, man. Scott, thank you. listen, I want to thank you very much for joining me here on the podcast and telling us all about the Spot devices. I think they're absolutely a wonderful product. And I uh, hope to be working with you guys soon in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Ted. I really appreciate right, thank it. Thank you very much. Take care now.
Thank you for joining me here on episode 173 with my guest, Scott Egan from Spot. Go over to findmespot.com and learn all you can about these Spot devices. And don't forget, on December 10th, we're going to be giving away a Spot device. All right, so make sure you tune in for that. Don't forget to check out all of our fellow podcasters, YouTubers, vloggers, and bloggers out there. All of them uh, and many more out there go to do great things to promote and encourage our sport and passion. All the links are on our links page on the website at MotorcycleMen.us. So from Tim Buck to Chris the Joker, Justin Shoes, and me, Ted Wrongway, your host of the Motorcycle Men Podcast, thank you very much for listening. And remember, this is where we say stupid crap so you don't have to. Enjoy your ride, kids. <laughs>